it's just interesting how people can come from such diverse backgrounds and all of that experience has some very real value in in what we're doing with with data and understanding Welcome to 33 Tangents, a weekly podcast featuring a rotating panel of co-hosts that all work together in the same company, but live in different areas of the world. The discussions cover a wide variety of topics from digital analytics to working remotely to current happenings in business and technology. Our regular day-to-day conversations often go off in various directions, and the goal of this podcast is to share our ideas and find new ways to engage with others. Hey, Jason, how's it going? Good. Good, I think. <laughs> Other than um, I lost my I lost my wallet and I'm very frustrated. Hey. In the yeah. in the house somewhere or just out and about? It's got to be in the, it's got to be in the house. I don't know. I, I can't imagine it being anywhere else. Wow. And I, I've been I've been monitoring my my credit cards like there hasn't been any weird activity or anything i'm like it's got to be in this house somewhere but it's so yeah. frustrating yeah uh, that's a bummer you need a yeah. wallet chain right that's what if, if i find it that's what's gonna happen talk about going back to the 90s <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah totally. you thought i was gonna say like a tile rfid tracker or something now <laughs> Old school. Why I just actually recommended that to him for something else. <laughs> yeah, and my friend has this uh, blacked out uh, Tesla nice. Model S, and uh, I sent. I went to lunch with him yesterday. Um, it's it's, it's uh, Scott from Extra Space Storage. I don't know if you ever cross paths with him, but he was at one point in time a big contributor to the Adobe Target Test and Target Cab. Um, and yeah, he's gonna he's gonna let my daughter drive it, so she's freaking out. <laughs> it's a safe car. It, it looks yeah. so awesome. I'm like, oh man. And I'm like, how much how much does it did it cost you to get into this? He's like, seventy five k. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm sick. Wow. I'm like, I don't even want to pay like thirty k yeah. for a car. And he's like, yeah, but he's like, if I if I'm in it for three years, it's actually he's cheaper he's like i have a sequoia too and he's like over three years it's going to be cheaper than than that car he's like there's like five moving pieces to this thing like and and he's like i had one little weird thing with the engine and they just like did all the work for free and fixed it and he's like i i i put in a small little solar panel at the house that he charges the car off of so he's like i'm not even paying for electricity to charge it so if you add up everything, it's it's a pretty good deal. I'm, uh, I'm mine's still for sale. It's listed now. <laughs> Where'd you? Where'd, how much are you selling? Well, now for? thanks to my friend depreciation, <laughs> it's down to <laughs> uh, about forty seven, forty six, I think. So it's getting cheaper. I'm, I can't believe someone. Ha- I can't believe someone hasn't bought it. I know. Well, my yeah, my friends uh, helping to to show it. Yeah, it's uh, well, he did the Craigslist route so there's been a lot of, it's been a lot of noise and so i don't know yeah looking yeah in. so someone's gonna buy hopefully it. yeah <laughs> but just to let you know too because you know it's getting it's getting cheaper yeah but when you said 30 yeah, yeah. it's a little bit more than that still so. <laughs> well, it, well 
and, and I and I paid a, and I paid a little bit more yeah. for that for my Jeep, yeah. but like I, I I just don't realize what things cost yeah. because when I, I I just don't buy a lot of stuff. My last car I bought before this was uh, a Honda Pilot that I bought uh, when I graduated college in '99, and I drove that thing for eight seventeen years, and I paid eighteen five nice. for it, and I thought that was expensive, yeah. <laughs> you know. And then I go out looking at cars, and I'm like. You can't buy a, a decent car for eighteen five. These are all yeah, crap. What's going sure. on here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I you know you speaking of your Jeep, you know, um, my wife has always been a fan of the Jeep. I've always liked you know like a pickup truck or some truck like that. When we were in Hawaii over the summer, we rented a Jeep while we were in Maui driving around and i'm like we just might have to get one of these at some point this was a lot of fun it is so it is so fun it is so fun (laughs) take the top take the top off go out on the dirt roads yeah oh my gosh yeah yeah it was it was a ton of fun to drive so uh so yeah that that might be it's not the immediate future but it's kind of like on the wish list somewhere yeah, your your wife tends to like every post that I put my Jeep <laughs> in. So, and that would be why <laughs> <laughs> she she's uh you know she's a quite a you know quite a fan of that brand that particular vehicle all of it. <laughs> cool. nice. nice, yeah. So, I mean, actually, you know, you you mentioned college there for a minute, and that um, actually, I think it, was, it, it is a good segue into what I was hoping we could chat about today. Um, you know, it, this happens all the time. Whenever I get asked, like, what do I do? And, you know, for work, and I start to describe, I describe, like, what do I do? And, you know, how do we as a company do things? People always seem to be amazed and are like, how did you get into this? Right. You know, unlike other careers, yeah. whether you look at like a law profession, a medical profession, uh, teaching profession, there's like a, at this point in time, a tried and true path to get there and then how to grow your career. So for us, when we were in college or looking at colleges, you know, analytics, if it was around, was in its infancy. Um, it it wasn't, you know, what it is today. So, you know, I thought it'd be, you know, fun, you know, for each of us to kind of tell our stories, how we got here. Because obviously, unlike other career paths, we didn't take like a tried and true path. We each forged our own path and then, you know, this is a very long topic, so I'd like to make a series out of it. You know, the next time we get together, I'd like to talk about, like, recommendations for those in school today. Because over the weekend, we were at a party and um, talking to friends. And, you know, their son is a senior in high school, and he's been looking at colleges. And he's got a desire to get into business analytics. So unlike, you know, us and our, you know, you know when we were looking at colleges, there wasn't a tried and true path. So I thought, you know, this would be, you know, a good two to three part episode, but at least I start with, how did we get here? Uh, Cause we each took our own little path to get here. So, um, you know, so who'd like to start off? Uh, I, I'll kick it All off. Right, cool. um, I'm going to, I'm going to really date myself here, but that's fine. Um, it's, it's a topic that I, I love talking about and it's, it's actually really good timing um, because I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but I'm holding monthly office hours with the graduate students at uh, Eastern Tennessee State University. 
And um, this is one of the first topics that they want to start covering in January is how do we start properly preparing um, to get a job in this in this industry? So the timing is really great for us to kick this off. So when I was in college, um, my we had email and we were on this Vax VMS system. Um, and it was my second or third semester uh, where we heard about this thing called the World Wide Web, and we had the Netscape Navigator uh, browser. So that's that's where I was at the time. So any kind of notion of of web analytics just didn't exist. Um, however, looking back on it, a lot of the classes I took became very relevant today. Uh, and it was just because it was things that were interesting to me. It wasn't because I was thinking ahead to, Hey, I'm going to be an analyst that uses data to, to help guide businesses. I never had that idea that 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 was even a job. Um, but I ended up taking a lot of classes, uh, in the philosophy department. So I took several inductive and deductive logic classes, which for an analyst, it is huge. Um, I took a lot of economics classes, statistics classes, um, and then ultimately I got a degree in information systems, so a lot of programming classes. Everything that is very helpful to what I do today, but but definitely not by design. Uh, I started out my career as a, as a software engineer for six years, and I got fired. Um, and that's how I ended up in this industry. I had a buddy, uh, that was over at, at Omniture. Um, I told him, I'm like, Hey, I'm, I'm looking for a job. What do you think? He's like, Oh man, you should come work here. This is amazing. I'm like, what do you do? And he's like, it's, it's called web analytics. We, we throw this beacon on web pages and we collect data. I'm like, I don't know what that means, but, but okay, let's, let's do it. Um, so I interviewed at, at Omniture and ended up getting the job and that changed everything. Uh, so I, I got here completely out of luck. I, I had a lucky opportunity to to land at Omniture. This was like very early days. Our um, our company meetings were held in a break room. So we had a small break room with a pool table in it and a couch. And the entire company uh, fit in that break room for our company meetings with, with Josh and John, um, the co-founders. And... Um, it, it just kind of stuck from there. I fell in love with the industry and, and here we are today. That's awesome. That, a lot of, oh, a lot of awesome. right timing for sure. It sounds like. It, it was right. And just being, being open to it. And um, yeah, I, I, I just can't imagine the luck and I say luck is weird. It's like it was, it, it was demoralizing to be fired, let go from a job. I was my first job out of college. I had been there for six years and it was just like soul crushing to me. Uh, and I'm like, I'm never going to, you know, have a job again and my career's over. Um, but just things lined up and it was like the best thing that could have ever happened. Because if that wouldn't have happened, I could still see myself there today as, as being a software engineer. Um, I was content and I probably wouldn't have pushed myself to change. So, um, in in the long run, it was it was something amazing that happened. I guess, so for me, um, I think you know, like like you know, like we mentioned, a lot of us kind of like I think the actual first web analytics role I had, we kind of, I kind of stumbled into, which I'll get to. But I think what I wanted to talk about was like uh, I'm going to go further back, like to my my education, uh, which I feel like um, uh, by by virtue of circumstance actually prepared me really well to be. Uh, in, in the field of web analytics. 
So like going back for me, um, even back to high school, I was actually like, um, I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but like we had a, back when there was a thing called a com- computer clubs. I don't know. I don't know if you guys had that, but I, uh, I was, I was a, a vice president of my high school's computer club. And I, that also involved being the webmaster for our high school webpage <laughs> when the web was still relatively new. Uh, this was the late nineties. Uh, so, and that's when I kind of started learning HTML really well. Um, uh, you know, and I think that was, that's really obviously foundational in, in, in web analytics later on, but then it wasn't until, so college for me, um, I actually started as, um, in engineering. I actually started as, uh, with a major in aerospace engineering. I wanted to be a rocket scientist at one point. Um, but, the the math kind of got to me eventually all the, the heavy calculus. Um, so I decided to, um, I was actually having, Actually, in all honesty, um, I sometimes sugarcoat the story, but I'll be honest. Like, I was having a lot of trouble in college in, in, because these classes were just, like, totally wearing me down. Um, so I think, I think I had a talk with my, you know, dad at one point, and he's just like, you just switch to a major just to, you know, to make sure that you, you can finish on time or whatever. Um, so I did. Uh, I was also very interested in, in psychology, but, um, um, and I, you know, I was starting to go down that path, but then... Um, uh, took some sociology electives and I really got interested in, in sociology actually. Um, and that's what I ended up switching my major to, uh, which is, could not be more opposite on the surface from, from engineering. Um, and what really interested me about sociology was like how it was, it's basically analyzing, you know, behaviors of, of groups of people, uh, which you can already see, you know, starting to, to lay some parallels into, to looking at web behavior too. Although, that's obviously not the, the common path for most, for most uh, sociologists. Um, so that was, you know, some of the, some of the foundational education. Um, but then I think what really tipped it over for me was um, another class I took in college. Uh, we have some English literature class or whatever. Um, and one of the books that we read um, uh, was a book by Paco Underhill called Why We Buy. Um, which you may know of, um, but if you don't, that's kind of, it's a book about, uh, um, he kind of, uh, was a, a, a key researcher in, in how people shop. Um, and it's super interesting. It was super fascinating to me. I think there's a second version of it now, but it all, it talks about how, uh, brick and mortar stores, I think mainly supermarkets and department stores primarily are kind of organized. Um, and he did all these studies on how people actually go through the stores and shop and, you know, how, um, uh, store management can, you know, like change the location of the neckties or the, you know, the eggs in the, the supermarket. To, and it actually affects sales and, and like kind of the, the, the behavioral like paths that people take physically. Um, and that was super interesting to me. Um, and I, I kind of, from that, um, realized that I really wanted to get into marketing. Um, so, you know, after, after college, I had no idea what I was going to do. Um, I, I had this interest in the, like the power of marketing. Um, super interested in uh, you know kind of behavior, um, you know, from like like sociology and psychology classes. Um, but then also at the same time had like a which I, I, I you know didn't want to have a lost cause. But I was always kind of like a computer nerd in a sense too. Like I uh, you know always had like website projects on the side and. 
you know, had like, you know, kind of an engineering background. Um, so just kind of, uh, you know, didn't know what I was going to do. Uh, got some, uh, random marketing jobs. Um, but then finally I was at the startup in San Francisco in must've been 2005. So about 12 years ago. Um, I think I was, I think my title was like marketing coordinator. So it was just a very, it was like me and one other guy was like the entire marketing team. Um, and they had just installed Omniture. Um, I want to say version 11, maybe 10 or 11 at the time. Um, and I think it was right when search center, the, you know, the, when they had the paid search management as a, as a separate tool came out um, and he had no idea what to do with it. So he just kind of gave it to me as a task um, to kind of figure it out and, you know, play with the paid search campaigns. I think the first thing I did was completely screw it up. Um, <laughs> but I learned from those mis- mistakes. Um, but yeah, ever since then, um, yeah, I kind of, that's how, I mean, basically that's how I stumbled into the world of armature. And, um, I think my eclectic happen chance background prepared me really well for, for the field of analytics, uh, web analytics. But, um, yeah, it was one of those things where I had no idea what each of those pieces was going to help me with. Um, uh, but somehow, uh, I always felt like I, it stumbled, I stumbled into something that I was able to actually leverage all those random pieces of my, my past for. So I don't know. Maybe that was too much information, but <laughs> that's, that's how, that's how that was, that was my story. No, no, that, that, that's great. I mean, you know, it's really interesting. And I, I never knew that you were actually, you know, originally looking at the, <laughs> uh, to be a rocket when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I still regret that, that, that switch, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, did, did you, uh, did you recommend why? I, I, why I must we have. I mean, that was like actually one of those books that like, I, I feel was really, really yeah. interesting. Like I, I still, yeah, I, 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 I think you must have, and I, and I picked it up, and I agree. I, I think it's a must read for for anyone in the space. For one, it helps to get over that belief that uh, yeah. digital analytics invented consumer analytics, right? Because you're, yeah, this guy is literally sitting inside of a supermarket yeah. analyzing traffic patterns. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what we do <laughs> yeah. for websites. That's really cool. You know, it's such a cool read. Why we buy. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna put that on the list to uh, to read, you know, because um, I'm always you know looking out for for good books like that. Yeah, I haven't just read that one yet. So um, yeah, when you're walking through a store, all your... of a sudden you think like, oh, that's why yeah, they I'm put sorry, you know certain things near the register, and you know there's there's a method to the madness. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Exactly, right? definitely with um, yeah. you know grocery stores. You know, you always hear like, don't go shopping when you're hungry. Because they have yep. all the impulse buys <laughs> the right section. But two, if, if you're really looking to stay like, you know, eating a certain way, like if you're trying to eat healthy, avoid the middle of the store. All the healthy stuff is along the perimeter. It's all the junk that's, you know, yep. that sucks you into the middle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, I mean. As a, as a, as a. As a side note, and I'm going to have to do some Googling to find it, and, and I hope it's on YouTube, um, but there is a, a fascinating documentary with a guy that designs um, convenience stores, um, and he talks through the whole process of 
how the store is laid out in a very certain way to drive high conversion. Mm -hmm. And it is a fascinating watch. Um, I'll have to see if I can track it down and and share it um, if I can find it. But it's, uh, you know, along this kind of line, um, it's, it's very interesting. Oh yeah, definitely pass that along. I'll, 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 I would definitely watch that. Um, but, but John, like, you know, that is, you know, you kind of took like, you know, a, you know, a, a unique path and, you know, I, Kind of reminds me of mine too. Now I wasn't trained to be a rocket. <laughs> I wasn't trained you know, either. You know, <laughs> going to school to be a rocket scientist. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but um, I actually originally, when I was looking to get you know go to college, I was actually looking to get into professional sport management. Like you know, I was never like the the athlete. I mean, I played you know various you know pickup games with friends, but was never you know played like you know in organized leagues. But you know, big sports fan. So I was actually looking to get into professional sport management. And so one of the, the college I went to had, you know, in their business school, a concentration in sport management. So this way, like, you know, within that concentration, you know, certain classes that focused around, you know, sports and law, you know, uh, sports marketing or marketing specifically for, for things like that. And when, um, right after my sophomore year, I took a, um, an internship, a summer internship with a minor league baseball team in Atlantic city. And, you know, this is why I, you know, think internships are the best because you, either, you know, it confirms, you know, is this the path that you want to go down? And it confirmed for me that, yeah, this isn't necessarily, you know, where I want to go. Cause I knew going into college, I wanted to find a profession that I enjoyed. I didn't want to just be one of those people that got, got up every morning, like, oh, it's time to go to work. So I decided, you know what? Well, I'll look into working in something you love. And I think, and there's two key differences there between, you know, having a job that you love, you enjoy, and, you know, is fun to you as what you know, versus working in a field that, you know, working in, say, something that you're a fan of or that you love because, you, but by the end of the day, you're, you know, after a couple of years, you may not necessarily be a fan of it anymore. So working for the baseball team, I just, I realized it just wasn't for me and for multiple reasons. Cause, um, you know, I, I have respect for people who work for professional sports teams because during the season they're working 12 to 14 hour days on a regular basis. They're there, they have their office job and then they're usually there for the game in some, some fashion or another. So like I had my front office job, I worked as part of game day staff. Uh, I learned how to put on a tarp oh, yeah, put a tarp on the field when it rains that year. Yes, I did that. Um, me and a few others split up duty being the mascot <laughs> I remember this during up the day. We had someone right. specifically for, yes, well, th- this, th- yeah, this is, <laughs> and, and, for, and for some reason, this does not surprise me. <laughs> um, well, this is one of my icebreakers, you know, whenever like, you know, you're, you're, you're to meet up somewhere and they go through like around the room, like tell a funny story about yourself. I tell this story. Um, so we had someone who was grounds crew during the day, but he did the mascot during the games at night. Me and one of the other interns split the duty when it came to appearances during the day. So let me tell you, kids can be abusive to mascots. So whenever you're out somewhere, you see someone in that mascot costume, treat them nice. Um, but you know, by the time the summer was over, I just kind of realized like this wasn't for me. Um, so I still continued the, the business path, you know, at school, but after I got home, you know, do you guys remember the gateway computers? And the stores that they had. Yep. So I actually got a job at one, you know, the the store, you know, around where where I live. And this kind of started pushing me down the the path of technology. You know, while I had, say, like, you know, business background through school, uh, I kind of learned I was able to 
kind of, you know, I, I had a penchant for, for learning technology. I don't necessarily have, say, a developer background or an engineering background, but I can kind of learn it. But one of the things like I with this job is it was a commission sales job. And I think I, I learned some really good lessons there. And actually, it's one I recommend for anybody, you know, at some point, especially early in your career, take a commission sales job for a while. You know, there, there's definitely some lessons you learn there. You learn how to listen for, for problem statements from your customer or your client. Uh, you learn how to, you know, put the right solution together that they'll buy it. And you learn how to sell yourself. You learn, you know, how to to present yourself in a way that, you know, um, you know, I don't want to say people buy it. That, that comes off the wrong way, but you, you know what I'm getting at. So that kind of started pushing me down this road. I ended up getting a job right before I grad, you know, before I graduated college, and ended up staying on as a full time employee afterwards with this small uh, t- technology company right outside of, of Philadelphia. They serviced the uh, the investment industry, so it was a uh, you know, we, we worked with various mobile phone companies and, you know, they, they service, you know, they provide services around like SEC requirements and reporting. And I mean, it was a great start to my career. When I started with the company, there was maybe 50 people there, sat in a little bullpen area with developers. And, um, you know, again, one of the things I learned here was um, I, I was able to start learning how to carve out a niche for myself because I wasn't purely technical, wasn't also necessarily on the, the business side of things. I was able to carve out a niche, you know, that sat in between the two, where it's I knew how to work with developers, I knew what information they needed to get stuff done, but then was able to then be client facing. Because not every developer is, is wants to be or is built to be client facing, so I can kind of serve that role. And after some time there, you know, a friend of mine had an idea for a business, for a product, kind of pulled me in. We did that for about a year and a half, and it, it didn't end well. Um, and so, you know, I kind of had to pick myself back up after that, and then eventually got in with um, a technology company, again, you know, in the Philadelphia area that, you know, had an enterprise e-commerce solution, partnered with Omniture at the time, and um, they were, you know, looking for somebody who could help them roll out that implementation for clients on, on the platform. So that kind of like, you know, each of these steps kind of pushed me that way. And that's where I got involved is, you know, just, you know, being the, the implementer and then just, you know, at, at learning more, you know, eventually turning that into like a, a solution design kind of role, uh, a consulting role. So um, kind of long winded there, but, uh, but yeah, like again, you know, everyone, they kind of think, you know, they go into college and, you know, here's this predefined path you have to go, you know, each of those steps you take along the way. Um, you know, teaches you something that, you know, as you add to your repertoire, as you add to, you know, to your, that toolbox that you have, you know, can push you down a path you didn't realize it was there. Because, you know, I, me too, like when I was going into college, you know, web analytics was extremely basic. But then when, again, my friend and I, we, we started the business, one of the things I was responsible for was, you know, getting a website up and running. How do we track it? So kind of like, you know, just starting to dig in with Google Analytics at the time, which then led to working with a solution like what is now Adobe Analytics. And 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 if if YouTube is is right and has never lied to me, I'm sure that you have stories and probably pictures of amazing things that happened after you pulled the tarp onto the field. We, we, we never played slip and slide on that thing. I'm just going to tell you right now, we never play slip and slide. <laughs> um, you know, and 
I mean, yeah, the, 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 there was a fun. Um, and it, it was, it was kind of cool. Like I, you know, I'd go up and just work out of the press box some days because again, you know, this being a very minor, you know, being a minor league team and it was unaffiliated minor league ball. So, you know, you didn't have like a major league team backing you. It was in an independent league. Um, they just had basically folding tables out and that's where all the interns worked. I'd go up to the press box during the day and just, you know, look out at the field. You had the Atlantic sea skyline in the background, mm-hmm. just sitting there, you know, looking out there doing my work, you know, you know, find some quiet space to, to work. Um, and it was interesting. I, I say like, you know, there, there have been those, those couple big events where like, you know, this is kind of the best and worst experience of your life. I mean, best in that, um, you know, I met, met some great people that, you know, there had some really fun times, but then it was also just a very grueling job and it taught me exactly what it needed to teach me. This is not what you think it is. You might want to reconsider. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's that's cool, and 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 I like the overall stories. That that's one of the things that I I love about working in this field is that we all come from such diverse backgrounds. But it seems like all of our experiences are somehow relevant to to what we do, um, which is which is such a cool thing. And and maybe that's true in in other professions, but it's just interesting how people can come from such diverse backgrounds, and all of that experience has some very real value in, in what we're doing with, with data and understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, let's just take John's patterns. example there of, you know, going in and, and, and learning sociology, right. Um, you know, there, there's good and bad with say a defined education. I'm going to try not to get up on the soapbox, but like, you know, there's good and bad when it comes to there being like a defined educational path to a career that is a defined career path. If you're going through that defined educational path, sometimes you're almost taught to be a drone. You're taught to like, you know, he, these are the steps you must follow. Um, whereas if you look at John, you know, coming from like a, a social, you know, having like that, that, that time studying sociology, um, that's something that maybe someone going through a defined career path may not learn, which means they, 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 I'm tongue tied at the moment. I can't get it out, but like, you know, it, that's experience that they're not going to be able to contribute, whereas everybody else is just thinking along the same steps. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it's interesting because I think, you know, the field of analytics is so eclectic in, in a sense that it's those non-traditional paths that I think are the most valuable sometimes. Or most, mm-hmm. most, most useful. No, I, I would yeah. wholeheartedly agree. Because I think a lot of them come with experiential mm-hmm. learning. Um, like, you know, again, if I go back to like my, my, my first job, just sitting in that area with the developers yeah. and just listening to them, right? You know, here I am, like, I started with them, I think, like, right before I started my senior year. So here I am, I'm 21 years old. Um, I was working a couple days a week while I was in school and just sitting back and listening to them talk, listening to them talk about, like, here's the information I need. Um, like even just like stuff like with support tickets. So something as menial as a, a support ticket or a ticket for, or, you know, a, a user story, um, you know, you know, hearing them saying like, I need these details, you know, I need these steps to reproduce. Don't just tell me it's broken. I need you to tell me I did a, I did B, I did C. And those, it's one of those things that, that, that stuck with me, you know, um, you know, 16 years later, like when, you know, reaching out to a help desk or putting requirements together, you know, need to make sure we say, okay, you know, A happens, then B happens, then we want C to happen. You know, just that experiential learning. 
I'm just thinking about what you're saying too. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's um, and and that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, this is, and that's why I thought about this because again, I go back to you know. You know, I was talking about my friends, like their son, you know, he's looking into to business analytics. And I'm like, oh, you know, think about this. Think about that. Um, again, like, you know, and I don't want to get too much detail. We'll save this for the next one. Like, I recommend everyone take, you know, whether you're in college or, you know, maybe your first job out of college, spend some time doing commission sales. I think there's just things you're going to learn. You're also going to learn rejection, right? You're going to learn you know, people saying no. And then how do you overcome those objections? Because think about what we do now. You know, if we're, bo- we're brought into a project and say there's a large replatforming project, we're brought in to design the analytics and personalization solution. So we need to tell the developers what we need as part of that build to make this stuff work. We talk to the client, okay, they want to do these things. We provide requirements, you know, dev- you know, I don't mean to take shots at developers, but you're going to have a project manager. You're going to have a developer say, no, no, we can't include that. We can't include that. But, you know, learning how to overcome objections, I think, puts us in a position where we can say, okay, I understand that. How can we satisfy it? Can we, you know, what options do we have? Because this is something that is needed. We can't just strike it from the record and pretend this need doesn't exist. You said it so well, Jim. I don't know how we can... But yeah, I, I don't want to go too yeah. deep down the, the discussion of what, what to learn. I thought, you know, like, again, let's make this like a two or three episode series. Uh, you know, this kind of being the primer, you know, where did we come from? You know, we, we didn't necessarily all find, you know, follow the same career path, but here we are. Um, and I think it was fun to, to kind of tell those stories and to show that, you know, I think part of like each of us taking a different path to get here you know, adds to the complementary nature of how we do things. We each have different perspectives. We each have different skill sets that all complement each other. So I thought this, this would be a good place to start. Next time we'll talk about, okay, you know, this is now 20 years later after each of us have, you know, kind of started our careers. You know, you're, you're starting to see people like saying, okay, you know, I just don't want a career in marketing. I want business analytics. I want to be able to focus you know, in these areas, I just don't want to be a developer. I want to focus in this area. Um, you know, what are our recommendations? You know, looking at that unique experience, you know, what, what are our recommendations for people looking to get into uh, into this field? Yeah, and I think that's kind of the next series, right? And I and it's it's both from a, an education perspective. So you have a lot of a lot of people at the college level um, or at that point in their career that are looking to break into it. But you also have a very Mm -hmm. large population of people that are looking for a career change that have for one reason or another interest in, in analytics. And so how, how to make that pivot. Um, So I think those are probably two good future episodes. One um, at, at kind of the beginning your career, what type of things should we invest in? And then a whole other episode on, you know, people looking to make a pivot so I think that, that gives us a, a, a good point, to, you know, a, a good stopping point right now. So we don't go too far down those. Any any final thoughts? No, I, I think this was a, a great conversation. And again, I, I think the, the one common thing that I think it's important for people to walk away from is that each of our stories are completely different, but each of our stories are the same in that, you know, we didn't start out thinking, 
you know, this is the career that I want to go down. But um, there was natural interest there. Uh, but we kind of went our own ways and, and it just kind of all crossed at this at this certain point. And and that's one of the things, especially when I talk to college students, that is so concerning to them. You, you know, they have this belief that if I want to work in this field, mm-hmm. there's there's a path that I have to go down. And it just isn't the case. Um, and so I think it's important that whether you're you're just starting out or you're working in other industries, that there really isn't um, a, a specific path. To, to getting there and that's okay. And in fact, it's, it's celebrated, right? That's the things that we talked about having that, that different background and way of looking at things is what, you know, makes us collectively, um, a very powerful, Perfect. um, you group. Know, so that that's, that's what I would leave. Um, the one thing I would also say, I think it, with those common themes that you were mentioning, I think it's each of us taking chances, right? Whether it's John recognizing something's not working. Um, you know, you, I mean, you know, it, while, you know, you know, you know, getting fired, but then turning around and, you know, someone saying, Hey, come work here. All right. Yeah. Let, let, let's go check it out. Um, I think, you know, each of us ha- also has stories, you know, or at least part of those stories, it's, you know, taking an opportunity when it presents itself, um, and, and running with it that, you know, that, that's part of my advice. Yeah, it's like cool. one of those things that you just can't necessarily plan for. It's not, it's probably not a good answer for those looking uh, for a way to, to get in, but it's a, it's the truth for us at least. Yeah. Yep. Nope. I agree. Just hope for well, the best. Cool. Well, thanks guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And, and, and don't, don't, don't plan too much. Cause sometimes when you try to force something, it backfires. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, you know, that, that's one thought, but, uh, cool guys. Hey, listen, I appreciate it. Um, this is a lot of fun and we'll catch up again, uh, soon. Okay. Talk to you later. All right. Thanks everybody. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of 33 Tangents. If you enjoyed what you heard, please rate and review the show on your favorite podcast aggregator so others can find us. If you would like to reach us, you can do so by emailing podcast at 33sticks.com or on the web at 33tangents.33sticks.com. 33 Tangents is a production of 33 Sticks, an analytics boutique.